0: Please visit jcastnetwork.org.
1: Shalom and welcome to Daily Daf Differently. This is Rabbi Michael Pitkowski, and today we'll be learning Masechet Rosh Hashanah, page fourteen, Daf Yud Dalit. Today's Daf begins by discussing the procedure for tithing. Specifically, at what time during the year does produce become obligated in tithing in Maaser? Depending on the type of produce or grain, it becomes obligated in tithing at a different time in the year, depending on which produce it is and which is the grain. But we will now look at a statement from the Mishnah that is quoted, and from there we will then focus on a very interesting discussion about pluralism and disagreement in the eyes of the Talmud. In the Mishnah it is taught, Bechad bishvat, rosh hashanah le'ilan kedivrei Beit Shammai, Beit Hillel omrim b'chamisha asarbo. The first day of Shvat is the new year for trees, in accord with the opinion of the house of Shammai. The house of Hillel says, on the 15th of that month is the new year for trees. The Gemara understandably wants to know the source for this difference of opinion. Why, according to Beit Shammai, is the new year for the trees on the first of Shvat, while according to Beit Hillel it is on the 15th of Shvat? The opinion of Rabbi Oshaia is brought, and he said, it is because by then most of the year's rain has passed, but the greater part of the cycle of the winter solstice is still to come. According to Rabbi Oshaya, the 15th of Shvat was chosen by Beit Hillel because it was by this day that the majority of the rainy season was already over, and it is by this time that the majority of the fruits have already begun to ripen. And according to Beit Shammai, that happens actually two weeks earlier on the 1st of Shvat. The Gemara then brings the following Tanaidic source. An incident occurred concerning Rabbi Akiva who picked an etrog, a citron, on the first of Shvat and treated it as subject to two tithes, one which followed the teaching of the house of Shammai and the other following the teaching of the house of Hillel. According to this tradition, Rabbi Akiva tried, shall we say, to have his tithe and eat it too. He apparently wanted to behave in a way that would agree with both Beit Hillel and Beit Shammai's opinion, but the Breitah continues and brings another opinion, one that rejected the claim that Rabbi Akiva was trying to follow the teachings of both Beit Hillel and Beit Shammai at the same time. Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda says, In separating two tithes, Akiva did not follow the practices required by the perspectives of House of Shammai and the House of Hillel. Rather, he followed the practices required by the distinct perspective of Rabbi Rabban Gamliel and Rabbi Eliezer. According to this opinion, Rabbi Akiva, in fact, followed an opinion that didn't try and synthesize both Beit Hillel and Beit Shammai. Rather, it was an independent opinion that was separate of the two. After a little bit of discussion, the Gemara brings another Tannaitic teaching that is also found in the Tosefta, a collection of Tannaitic sources. This source contains much wisdom about authority and pluralism. And the source reads... The decided law follows the opinion of the house of Hillel, but one who wishes to follow the position of the house of Shammai may do so, and one who wishes to follow the opinion of house of Hillel may do so. According to this source, the law is according to Beit Hillel, the house of Hillel, but there are other legitimate opinions. A person is able to follow the opinions of Beit Shammai or Beit Hillel, but there are also other approaches that aren't legitimate, as we will see in the continuation of the Brita. But one who follows the lenient positions of the house of Shammai and the lenient positions of the house of Hillel is evil. And one who follows the stringent positions of the house of Shammai and the stringent positions of the house of Hillel, concerning him, Scripture states, quoting Kohelet chapter 2, verse 14, the fool walks in darkness. Rather, if the person acts in accord with the house of Shammai, let him follow both their lenient and strict rulings. And if the person acts in accord with the house of Hillel, let him follow both their lenient and strict rulings. What the Baraita calls for is consistency. Follow Beit Shammai all of the time, or follow Beit Hillel all of the time, but don't decide to follow the stringent positions of both Beit Hillel and Beit Shammai, or even the lenient positions of both Beit Hillel and Beit Shammai. This source challenges many liberal conceptions of authority, pluralism, and autonomy. Shouldn't we be allowed to choose the authorities upon which we want to rely, even if we aren't consistent in following the same authority all of the time? This goes without saying the question of whether we need to show any amount of loyalty to any one authority. What is wrong with looking at each situation with a fresh pair of eyes, without any preconceived notion of following this or that source of authority? Despite any misgivings that I may have about the applicability of this bretta to the present day, I think that it is important to understand what we can learn from this source and how much of it is relevant to to ourselves. Consistency is a very important part of any religious system, especially one that holds religious law and tradition to be essential elements of its makeup. The authority and integrity of any system is undermined when there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason behind how it functions or how decisions are made. We should not feel that we have to agree 100% with the above-sided source, but it would be good if it can serve as a counterbalance to other tendencies found within Judaism. Thank you for listening to Daily Daf Differently, L'hithraot, and see you the next time that I teach Daily Daf Differently.
0: I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros. From the Epic Chorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.